Welcome to Let's Talk Family Law, your source for how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. This podcast series is created and produced by Weber Gallagher. Visit us at wglaw.com. This program should not be considered legal advice. Please consult our attorneys for your specific situation. And now, here are our hosts. Hello, my name is Skip Persick, and I'm an attorney in the King of Prussia office of Weber Gallagher, a Philadelphia law firm that uh, uh, handles, among other cases, family law cases. And uh, today, uh, we are... uh, preparing and presenting a podcast that's kind of a prequel to our other podcasts. We have a series called Let's Talk Family Law. And in those various podcasts, we talk about some specifics, specifics of family law relative to the divorce, the custody, or the support aspects of a family law case. However, we thought it would be a good idea to make something much more introductory and much more simple for all of you out there uh, listening to our podcasts. And that is why this prequel, and this prequel is called, What is Family Law? So uh, we're gonna try to start from the beginning and try to answer some questions that you may have relative to what is this area that we call family law. Traditionally, family law includes divorce, child custody, and child support. In Pennsylvania, where we're located and where we uh, practice almost exclusively, Uh, Divorce, child custody, and child support can be three trains on three tracks, leaving different stations at three different parts in time. Now, I know in the client's mind, it all usually falls under the uh, umbrella of divorce, but that's not necessarily the case. Relative to divorce, divorce can include the uh, economic relief that's available under the Pennsylvania Divorce Code. These would be things like equitable distribution, which is usually the biggest aspect of a divorce case, and that's the who gets what of divorce. There are also other forms of economic relief that are available under the divorce code. They would include things like alimony, which is a payment from the financially independent spouse to the financially dependent spouse after a divorce decree is entered. Also, it's possible to request and uh, get relief for uh, council fees, costs, and expenses. They are sometimes awarded. It's good to ask for them in any divorce case. And as I said, they are available under the uh, Pennsylvania Divorce Code. Uh, Additionally, uh, remember that in this day and age where we have same-sex marriage, we also have same-sex divorce. So all of this is equally applicable to the same-sex couple as would be applicable to the traditional uh, type of marriage situation. Uh, Relative to child custody, uh, it is pretty much what it sounds like. It is where the child lives. And as I said, that is an aspect of uh, family law that uh, every family law practitioner will practice and will uh, be able to help you out with. And relative to child custody, just because you have one child custody situation or arrangement right now, doesn't mean that it can't be modified in the future. Kids needs change, kids ages change, kids situations change. Therefore, child custody is always modifiable up until the child is 18 years of age and the child custody courts lose their jurisdiction. Additionally, child support. That is, as I said, another traditional aspect of uh, family law. 
And um, it is something that, again, can be modified based on a change in circumstance or a change in situation, such that somebody's making more money, somebody's making less money, the child has a, a need that wasn't uh, contemplated when the prior order was uh, involved, uh, was, uh, was involved or was, uh, was entered. So again, child support, traditional family law issue, something that can be modified going into the future. Uh, another aspect that not every family law practitioner uh, delves into is protection from abuse. Traditionally, we think of protection from abuse as domestic violence, such as husband-wife or boyfriend-girlfriend. Again, that's equally applicable to the same-sex couple. And additionally, uh, under the definition of uh, protection from abuse, it uh, uh, can involve family members. So it could be a parent-child situation or a brother-sister situation. I have been contacted in the past relative to uh, a situation where you would have an elderly parent who has a, uh, an adult child living with them, and the adult child has either mental health issues, drug and alcohol issues, or whatever type of issues, and is physically abusive to the parent, and the parent has the opportunity to seek protection under the Pennsylvania Protection from Abuse Act and get an order barring the, uh, the abuser, who in this case would be a, uh, an adult child, from the residence. Now, kind of straying a little bit from the traditional uh, adoptions. Adoptions, in my mind, fall under, the, uh, uh, fall under the umbrella of family law, but not every family law attorney practices adoption law. Uh, adoptions can be traditional adoptions, such as uh, one parent or two parents adopting a young child. However, there are situations that I have handled in the past that includes things like step-parent adoptions, uh, adult adoptions where uh, one adult would adopt another adult, or uh, also the area of uh, termination of parental rights, which is that uh, uh, if uh, you are the parent of a child and the other parent is not involved or unable to be involved for whatever reason, uh, you may wish to have that parent's rights terminated and you proceed with an adoption. That kind of usually goes hand in hand with the step-parent adoption. But as I said, is that that is uh, something that I practice, but not every family law practitioner uh, handles those sorts of cases. Um, kind of related to that, there is an aspect of our court system here in Pennsylvania that's called juvenile court. Juvenile court is broken down into two different uh, components of the court. There's something called dependency court and there's something called delinquency court. Delinquency court, that's pretty much not something that's involved relative to family law in that delinquency usually involves criminal charges and uh, you would probably need to contact a criminal lawyer if your child or you have issues with child delinquency. Now, child dependency is another aspect of the Pennsylvania family courts. However, uh, that involves the Department of Children, Youth and Families or the Office of Children and Youth, whatever it's called in your particular county. And in those situations, uh, you have a government agency that gets involved because someone has some issue with their parenting, either drug and alcohol, mental health, uh, homelessness, or just some issue that they can't take care of the child and they get involved. Again, this is something I get involved with, but it is not something that 
uh, most family law attorneys do in fact get involved with. However, under my definition, uh, I do that. I do consider that part of uh, uh, of, of family court now, uh, or excuse me, of family law. Uh, I've also had questions that uh, uh, involve marriage, such as uh, am I involved? Am I married or am I not married? That that actually does come up from time to time. Pennsylvania has uh, a kind of a dying concept called common law marriage, and there's sometimes when people have questions as to whether or not they are involved in a common law marriage or not, and uh, uh, that may be something that uh, you want to talk to an attorney about. That is something that is a traditional. Uh, area of family law. And uh, if you have an issue like that, uh, by all means, call a family law attorney. Um, uh, stepping kind of back a little bit towards the juvenile court issue, there's the issue of uh, child abuse. And uh, uh, if you are uh, charged with child abuse, again, that's something that is more falls within the area of criminal law. And I would suggest you contact a criminal law attorney. However, if you have a hearing before the Pennsylvania Department of Human Services as to whether or not abuse has occurred or not, uh, that's something that I do. But again, that's not something that uh, most family law attorneys uh, would, would do and would handle. So uh, uh, that's, as I said, that's something that's a little bit out of the norm for a family law attorney. Um, certain things that uh, I am asked about from time to time, However, uh, they do not fall in the traditional uh, areas of family law. One of them is uh, wills and estates. Uh, obviously, it involves families, but uh, uh, that's not something that falls uh, within the uh, things that I do. I do have some friends that do that, and I usually, when I have those issues, I uh, refer them to uh, a, a friend. Um, kind of a bit related to that, are prenuptial agreements. There are people that uh, come to me and ask that I prepare a prenuptial agreement or I re review a prenuptial agreement that has been prepared by another attorney. Uh, prenuptial agreements, you really need to understand the rights that you're giving up relative to divorce and the economic relief that's available under divorce. So you should have uh, the input from a uh, family law attorney if you're contemplating a prenuptial agreement. Um, uh, so related to that, there are also aspects of prenuptial agreements that involve wills and estates. So it may be that uh, you need to have two people looking at it, uh, one that has a background in family law and one that has a background in wills and trusts and estates, because that's the type of issues that are being addressed in that particular document. Um, another area that I'm asked about from time to time is what's called guardianships. Uh, if it's a minor child, uh, usually that's something that, uh, that family law attorneys can uh, figure out and help you with. However, if it's an adult and it's an incapacitated person and that person needs a guardian, that's a little bit more specialized. And uh, uh, usually that's something that you would go to an attorney who specializes in wills and trusts and estates and asks about that particular issue. Now, I have had issues where uh, parents or a parent uh, have a child that has some special need and uh, really cannot live on their own once they become an adult and they need a guardian. Uh, I have gotten involved in those matters in the past 
And uh, uh, basically, when a child becomes legally an adult, they might not have the capacity to handle the issues that an adult would be expected to handle. However, uh, or therefore, they need a uh, they need a uh, they need a guardian. And uh, usually, it is the parent that uh, just kind of continues on as the guardian, and you make sure that the relationship is uh, fully legal and has the blessing of the court. Um, I've also been asked to get involved in situations where you have two sisters or a sister and a brother that are fighting inside a family business. That's certainly a family issue and it's certainly a legal issue, but it's not necessarily a family law issue. In that situation, you would probably need a business lawyer or a litigator that uh, uh, can talk to you about your rights as a, a partner or a stockholder in that small business. So that's not something that, um, uh, that, that a family law attorney would get involved in. Now, um, I, in, in going through all of this, I would note that uh, in more urban areas, such as uh, Montgomery County, where I am right now, uh, the practice of law is a little bit more specialized because there are more lawyers and more people so people tend to specialize a little bit more. In more rural areas of the state, uh, people tend to do uh, more, uh, more types of law because there just aren't that many lawyers and uh, they seem to be able to handle uh, a couple of different issues. So it may be that uh, you can find somebody that can handle uh, a multiple types of issues if in fact you have issues. My Closing thought on all of this is that uh, when in doubt, uh, call a lawyer. If you think you have a legal issue, uh, by all means, call a lawyer. And uh, if you get the wrong type of lawyer, don't worry. Just say, look, this is my situation. This is what concerns me. Can you help me? And uh, uh, if the lawyer says, I can help you, then by all means, sit down with that lawyer and discuss things in more detail. The lawyer says, uh, I can't help you. Usually the lawyer will say, but my friend or my colleague, either down the hallway or down the street or whatever, handles issues like that. And um, uh, by all means, call that person. So uh, in an abundance of caution, if you think you have a legal issue, call a lawyer, even if you don't think it's the absolute right lawyer. And from there, you can uh, make your way to uh, an attorney that can help you with your issues. Here at the Family Law Department of Weber Gallagher, we have three attorneys. Um, we all handle divorces, custody, and the like. Uh, some of us handle um, some of us handle uh, uh, adoptions. Uh, we handle just about all of the issues that I told you that fall within the parameters of family law. Um, there are. Uh, there are attorneys in our area that we are familiar with that could help you with anything that is uh, outside uh, of uh, our personal uh, comfort zone. And uh, by all means, give us a call and uh, we're happy to discuss things with you and, and point you in the right direction in the event that uh, we are not uh, specialized enough to handle your issue. And uh, again, uh, my uh, my number is 610-278-1503, and my email address is S-P-E-R-S-I-C-K at 
wglaw.com. Thank you. This has been Skip Persick from Weber Gallagher's Family Law Department. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Family Law, presented by Weber Gallagher. We hope you join us next time to learn more about how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. Until then, please visit us at wglaw.com.